0: Welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions, and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, Dargaville. Hello, hello, friends. I hope you're doing really, really well. In this episode, we're going to be chatting all about stress and the impacts of stress on your gut. There are lots of different things that can be at the root cause of your symptoms, whether you have digestive symptoms like bloating, burning and belly pain, or other symptoms like fatigue or brain fog or PMS and menstrual cramps. The autonomic nervous system is our body's stress regulation system, and it has two modes. We've got the sympathetic or fight or flight mode, and we have the parasympathetic or the rest and digest mode. This stress response system was designed for when humans were living a hunter-gatherer life. Most of the time, life was pretty simple and not stressful. And then occasionally in short bursts would be under pressure to escape from some sort of threat, like a tiger or some sort of predator. So most of the time we'd be in that relaxed state and only occasionally in the fight or flight state. But now most of us are in that fight or flight state most of the time. In fact, it can be really, really hard for many of us to shift into a relaxed state at all. We're wired and stressed 24-7. And think about the word fight or flight. In that hunter-gatherer scenario, we're actually burning off the adrenaline we create to deal with the stressful situation because movement and exercise and action burns off adrenaline. But instead of fight or flight, now we sit and stew. We produce all these stress hormones to deal with the stress and we often don't burn them off at all. And that can leave us feeling anxious. Okay, so now you get the picture about how stress looks in the modern world. Now let's talk about some sources of stress. We often think of stress as just being emotional, but stress can actually be from so many different things. Stress is anything that adds a burden to the body. So, yes, it's emotional stress like deadlines and relationship challenges and financial worries. But it's also other things, like the chlorine in your tap water, mold in your home, pesticides on your fruit and veggies, a lack of fulfillment, or chemicals in candles and perfumes. While you might be able to handle one or a few of these things, together, over time, they can take their toll. So I'm going to guide you through a little exercise now. I want you to imagine that you have your very own bucket. And when you're born, it's pretty much completely empty. And then maybe you go on antibiotics a bunch of times as a kid. You eat lots of junk food as a teenager. You get food poisoning when traveling overseas in your 20s. You get a stressful job working long hours. You deal with some sort of relationship or money issues or trauma. You restrict calories and only have 1,200 calories a day for a while. And you're undernourished or you do F45 or some really intense cardio workout, all of a sudden your bucket is overflowing. Before, you were resilient. And now life has applied too many stresses onto you over the years and you're no longer so resilient. And this is when you might start to experience symptoms like bloating, indigestion, belly pain, tiredness, brain fog, And these things can get worse and worse over time. I will just say here that for most people, stress isn't the only cause. But for some people, it is. What I'm saying is you need to address the stress, but you also need to address any other root causes you're experiencing. Like leaky gut or an overgrowth of bacteria in the gut or hormonal imbalances. So we now understand our body's stress response system. We understand what factors can fill up our stress bucket. Now let's talk about how all of this affects your gut. So I spoke about those two states, the rest and digest and the fight or flight state. To properly digest food, we need to be in a rest and digest state. But as I mentioned, most of us are in the fight or flight state or the sit and stew state most of the time. When we're in this state, our body is focused on pumping blood to our vital organs and keeping us alive. Digestion is not a priority at all when we're stressed. Stress slows down the production of stomach acid, and if you've listened to the recent episode on stomach acid, you'll know why that's such a problem. Stomach acid helps break down food and it also helps prevent an overgrowth of pathogens in the gut. So it helps prevent SIBO, candida, and any other sort of unhealthy imbalance from happening in the first place. So basically, stress equals poor digestion, which over time equals poor gut health. So what can you do to reduce the impact of stress on your health and in your life? I'm going to walk you through a couple of ideas here. First, we want to actually reduce or get rid of these sources of stress. So, I'd love you to get out a journal or a blank sheet of paper or the Notes app in your phone and write down everything that you can think of that is in your stress bucket, that is adding a burden onto your body. And then work your way through the list. Can you delete any of these sources of stress altogether? Or maybe you can find some way of reducing them. And if you're not able to actually get rid of any of these sources of stress, maybe you can find a way to reduce them. So, for example, delegating a task, getting a babysitter, asking for help on a project at work, or thinking of the other things that I mentioned that can be in your stress bucket, getting a water filter, or buying organic fruits and veggies. Okay, so we want to actually reduce or delete the things in our stress bucket. And we also want to start to make sure that we're actually managing our stress levels day to day. My absolute favorite way to manage stress is having some sort of morning routine. Even five or 10 minutes makes a difference. Try getting out in nature, going for a walk, maybe doing some meditation or yoga or journaling. You can even give yourself the space or the freedom to choose whatever is going to feel good to you on any given day. Just take that time, even 5 or 10 minutes, to do something just for you first thing in the morning. Breathing exercises are also a really, really powerful way to help you shift into that rest and digest state. My all-time favorite breathing exercise that is super relaxing is alternate nostril breathing. There are plenty of demonstrations on YouTube on how to do this. And I also have an IGTV video. So if you send me a DM on Instagram, I can forward this through to you. I'd suggest doing these breathing exercises morning and night. And you can also do them before meals to help you get into that rest and digest state before eating. So to recap, we live in a stressful world And our body's stress management system isn't really designed for the way we live our lives now. We're spending too much time in that fight-or-flight state and not enough in the rest and digest state, which, as the name suggests, is what is so important for our digestion and gut health. I will just say that not all stress is bad. If you're healthy and resilient and not really experiencing any symptoms, then the stress caused by intense workouts and other healthy sources of stress can be totally fine. But when you're not feeling so resilient, it can be good to take it back a notch on even some of the healthier sources of stress. So go through that stress bucket list, reduce your stress and start adding in some form of stress management into your everyday. Please Don't make this another episode that you listen to and don't take action on. Go and grab your phone or journal and get started on your stress bucket list right now. You got this. So I hope you found this helpful. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening to this episode. If you know someone who is feeling stressed out or maybe experiencing digestive symptoms, I would absolutely love if you shared this podcast with them. I also love to know what you're up to while you're listening to the episode, so take a screenshot and share it over on your Instagram stories. I'm so grateful for you being here and listening, and I'm also so grateful anytime you leave a review or share the podcast. It helps me reach more people and really makes me feel like all of this work that I put into the podcast is worth it. Have an awesome day, everyone, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.